Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. I mean, we're going to have a lot of fun today, as we always do. Uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to see if we can hook up with the Grizz, who's um, down in Mexico doing something other than fishing. We're going to find out about that. A uh, couple of things I want to cover. First of all, we're getting in real close to our trip to uh, Los Bariles, the East Cape of. Uh, Baja California Sur to the Palmas de Cortez. That's uh, the official trip is November seven to eleven, and it's a thousand forty-five bucks. That's almost all inclusive, but we'll guarantee you a good time and a great deal. So if you could get in touch with us, we would uh, really appreciate that. And if you've never been on a real fun adventure, you need to do that. As, uh, what we do is, it's I, I'm not a fishing guide, but I do host the trip and make sure that everybody's well taken care of. Whatever you need, you know, we're we're there for you. We're going to be doing some running up and down the beach on ATVs if you want uh, fishing, and apparently the fishing has been picking up down there. It's been kind of a slow year, but things are looking a lot better now. So we should be getting some billfish and dorado and. And, uh, you know, obviously there'll be some, possibly some time at, spent at the swim-up pool bar with the infinity pool. And there's, there's other things available also. So we'd like you to do that. Also remember, go to fishtalkradio.com and you can listen to this show or previous shows as many times as you want. And actually we've had some pretty good ones. Um, there's... I don't know how today's going to go because we're going to have the Grizz on most of the show. So, but we'll, we'll see with that. But anyway, go to fishtalkradio.com. And uh, if there's anything that you're interested in or listen to the show, and please consider the idea of joining us at the, in East Cape uh, on uh, November 7th to the 11th. And we'll be back with you momentarily on Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and I think we might have the Grizz on the line with us uh, from somewhere in Mexico. Grizz, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, John. I'm oh, sure great. I am. Oh, great. Yeah, this is a little complicated. Too complicated for me because we had to do a conference call and switch it over and bounce it off a satellite. And, but we got you. Where are you? Yeah, you sure do, buddy. Where are you? I'm in a little bitty town in northern Mexico called Sabinas. Uh, actually, I'm about an hour from the Texas border, mm. from Laredo, Texas. Yes, and what are you doing there? And, uh, well, I'm just having a great time. I'm here with a company, an outfitting company called uh, Mexico White Tail and Wing company and i'm actually hunting dove and duck and javali and wild boar john grizz you know we talked to you a week or so ago and we started talking about hunting and i think that you know we're going to be going more in that direction because everybody that hunts fishes is it fish, fishes? How do you say that? Anyway, but not everybody that fish hunts. But Mexico, you would never really think about it being as a primary for hunting. But we're finding out that it actually is. Well, John, the thing of it is uh, hunting here, 
Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, I went out for a couple hours. <laughs> In a couple hours, I shot a hundred doves. Uh, absolutely incredible. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Jenny's in the studio. She goes, oh. <laughs> but, well, but, the thing of it is, you know, so in many, Mexico, yeah. one, pe- one thing that most people don't realize, the doves are considered to be a pest. They come down by the thousands. I mean, literally thousands. The there sky is black with them. And they come down and eat all the millet, and they get into... Just about everything they could eat that the people produce down here and destroy the crops. So you're allowed uh, 95 uh, morning doves and 95 white wing doves, and then there's no limit on the ring neck because, as most people know or don't know, a ring neck. Dove is not native to the Americas. The ringneck dove actually was brought in from Turkey as a cage bird. Hmm. And the people, they've escaped and everything, and they're a real nuisance because they have three clutches a year and they will go into the white winged doves and the morning doves and literally throw the eggs out, use their nest, and uh, use their nest to produce their own uh, chicks. <laughs> okay. But now, of course, when you take these doves, you're not, you're, you know, you're not shooting them just to watch them fall. So would you breast them, or what do you do with them? Well, we breast them out. We ate them last night. We, uh, like I said, we shot 100, uh, Charles and I. We uh, breast them out. We brought them in, uh, the guides and all the crew here at the lodge. And we had a big feast. We take them, we breast them. Uh, you know how chicken breast is. Well, these are just a lot smaller. You cut them off the bone. Then in the center, you put cream cheese and a little jalapeno pepper. Then wrap them in bacon and then put them in the oven for wow. about 25 minutes. And I want to tell you, you've got something great. Wow. Wow. I mean, they're fantastic eating. Yeah. Now, I've heard about people going down in northern uh, Mexico for bird hunting, and they have, what are they called, bird boys or something? Yeah, that's what we use. You use bird boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your guys actually sit there with you in the blind. They help you out tremendously. Here they come to the left. Here they come to the right. They're behind you. I mean, you got literally thousands of birds flying Mm -hmm. at all the time. And then they go, they have a counter, just like a counter like they have on airplane counting feet. A little clicker, yeah. They sit there. Every time a bird falls, they click it. And and they're incredible people because they mark them. And like I said, we shot 105 birds yesterday, and that's what they clicked on. And they brought 102. They only lost three birds. Wow. Well, so I know it's fantastic. I, I know also that a lot of the people that enjoy hunting that are from uh, uh, the other side of the border go down, and I know that the the people that live down there look forward to these hunters coming down because they don't always keep all the birds that they that they fall, so they 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 do a lot giving them back to the community down there. Well, you got to remember this is uh, revenue coming in. 
because the people that come down here to hunt, uh, they got to buy shotgun shells. They got they stay in hotels. Uh, they buy gasoline for the vehicles. They have to eat. And then the bird boys are normally people that uh, don't have any education. And uh, even some of the, the schools let the kids get out of school during dove season. So they make them and you pay them $20 a day and they clean your birds. They pick them up for you. They help you. They carry your things out to the blind. So everybody uh, actually uh, wins. It's a win-win situation, and it's a lot of fun. And, uh, uh, you know, and like I said, you're get helping the farmers out because they want you because uh, the millet and stuff are just destroyed, the sunflower seed farms and stuff that just come in by the thousand and destroy them. Well, Chris, so, tell us, you know, you, you hear a lot about gun control in Mexico and how safe it is and different things on the border. Can you talk a little bit about that, if you wouldn't mind? Sure. When you come in the border, for example, in Texas, there's a big sign up that says, Hunters, pass here. And you go around, and there's the military. They're sitting there. And you go in, and you have your paperwork in order, of course. And you pass in there, the soldiers look at the gun, check the serial numbers, give you a pass, and you go on. And then when you go back, you do actually the same. You show that you're taking the guns back out of the country. It's very easy. It's inexpensive. And uh, there's no problem whatsoever. I mean, we're safe. We're running around with guns uh, all day long, and we don't have a problem. We got stopped yesterday by the military, and uh, they came out, and they said, uh, what are you guys hunting for? And we said, well, we're going to go out dove hunting. And they said, well, that's good. They said, uh, are you going to pig hunt, meaning wild boar? And we right. said, yeah, I'm going to do that. Right after I get off the radio with you, John, I'm going wild boar hunting. Wow. And uh, they said, could you please give us a hind quarter if you get one? And we said, of course we will. We'd be more than happy to give you a hind quarter if I, if I get a pig. Yeah. Now, are these, uh, are these javelina or are they pigs? No, these are feral hogs. Mm -hmm. These are what the people call wild boar, Russian wow. wild boar. All they are is a feral hog that... A, wa a wild pig is what it actually is. Yeah. Farmer no, that's, 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 that's a great story. Well, if you get one, could we have the ham? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's what they asked. We said, sure, we'd be more than happy. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Even check our guns, check our papers or anything. Very, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Well, that's great. By the way. But it's very safe. Yeah. Well, in the next segment, we're going to have Misty Loggins coming up. And you haven't talked to her for a long time. She is. Uh, long time. She's a very attractive, but uh, she's uh, a country western singer out of Nashville. But she's also somebody you may not want to mess with. So we're going to find out about that, too. <laughs> and we're going to be talking some more about hunting. But uh, so are you doing some filming while you're there, Grizz? Yeah, we're we're actually filming uh, duck hunting, uh, dove hunting, 
javelina hunting and wild boar hunting is what we're okay. filming. Well, go to asobproductions.com. Uh, Grizz is the ASOB, but it doesn't stand for what you think it does. It's Adventures South of the Border. So, but anyway, you are listening to, to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. But stay tuned just for a couple of minutes, and we got to have some fun coming up. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. I went down by the fishing hole, and I sat down with my fishing pole. Some grabbed my hook, and they got my bait, and they jerked me out in the middle of the lake. Some jumped. I got sunk. Baptized on the credit. 
Fishing down on the muddy bank, I felt a pull and I give a big yank. I hauled out three old rubber boots and a Ford radiator and a Chevrolet coupe. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and wow. Gosh, I wish this was on television. We have with us a very lovely, talented young lady from Nashville, Tennessee. That's a country western singer, and she's an avid angler. But much to my surprise, I got in touch with her recently. And Misty Loggins, would you mind giving us a, well, of course, we still have the Grizz on the line from the last Yeah, segment. thank you, John. That's what I said. All you do is get a pretty girl, and a pretty girl that sings, fishes, and us, and you forget about your old buddy Grizz. Well, what can I say? You want me to lie? But anyway, no. But I'm getting tears in my eyes. Okay. But anyway, uh, Misty Loggins, would you give us a? Gosh, it's been such a long time. People may have not remember who you are. So give us a little bit of an intro about yourself, and then go into what you've been doing just recently. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. It has been a while, and I always have a good time on. So we need to we need to correct my long absence from being on Fish Talk Radio. Yeah, and I can never I'll find you. I call more often. Yeah. Especially with the Grizz, because I'm a big fan. I follow you on Instagram. Oh, thank but, you, uh, baby. Well, I love, obviously, I love to fish, and uh, I, I'm also um, a bow hunter. I'm one of Bowtech Archery's ambassadors. I'm on Team Bowtech. So uh, I hunt for whitetail turkey, grizzly bear, black bear, you know, basically, I if I'm not in a studio making music or on a stage somewhere making music, I'm out fishing or hunting. So I just am very, very blessed to get to do what I love to do and have so many people follow along on the adventures online or, you know, just just uh, to cheer me on. So I'm I'm just back from Alaska, by the way. Okay, that's what we I want to hear about. That. Tell us, we want to hear about your your just you just got back a week or so ago, right? Yes, up in the Arctic Circle. Um, my brother, Whoa. who is um, a retired Army Ranger, who now works as a civilian contractor and still defends our country. He's actually deploying again in January. Um, he has made this hunt for years up in the Arctic Circle. Um, and when I was a little girl, I mean, he's he is my hero. He is an incredible human being and, and has done so much for our country, but he is also a very humane and ethical hunter and is one of the inspirations that I had when I got more into hunting. And he's made the hunt for years and used to tell me about it. And I always dreamed that one day I'd get to go up there and do it, and this year I did. And it was nearly two weeks of the most extreme and exciting hunting you can imagine. I mean, we had we traveled by raft um, nearly 150 miles upriver and across the ocean. Whoa. We camped on the ground. Um, we we lived off the land. We fished for our food, which we caught amazing grayling, amazing salmon, Arctic char. Um, I love course, catching Arctic char. Oh, it's delicious. They're, I mean, I've, I've eaten so beautiful? much of it recently. Oh, they're beautiful. They're so beautiful, so fun to catch, and uh, and delicious. And um, yeah. we went grizzly hunting. And in addition <laughs> to getting to share that experience with my brother, which we're talking sandstorms, hiking for miles, you know, it was there was nothing glamorous about it, but it was every wow. bit as that amazing and beautiful. 
And um, I got to share the experience with my Mafia Outdoors TV family as well, Jeremy wow. Starks, Nathan McAllister, and we just had a great time. And I was very, very fortunate to uh, take an incredible bear. Um, wow. And I'm, I'm here to tell you guys that grizzly bear – most people haven't had it, but it is absolutely the most delicious meat I've ever had. Well, it's like great sirloin. M- so. Misty, uh, you're you're probably very experienced in the wild, especially around bears. But I've got a little tip for you. Uh, What's that? When, well, when you're when you're hunting bear, um, it, you know the, the the difference between a black bear and a grizzly. Normally, you can tell by the by the scat. Now, when whenever you're hunting, as you know, you always want to wear some bells because you don't want to startle the bear. They want to hear you coming. And then it's always a good idea to carry some bear spray. Um, but when you're out and you find some bear scat, how do you tell the difference between a black bear and grizzly bear scat? I don't know. Well, the grizzly Well, the grizzly bear scat um, smells like uh, uh, pepper and has bells in it. <laughs> oh, uh, John! Now, I mean, really come on, John! You one. can do better than that. Oh well, I have to tell you though, I did get charged by a bear. We were out one wow. night, and um, and actually, uh, in, my sister-in-law was with us. She is an incredible rock star of a woman. She's also an army veteran, and this was her first experience getting to go up there as well. And we were out. Um, all my brother, my sister-in-law, um, our friend Ken and I we were sitting there and here comes a bear around the corner and just he's hungry and he is charging. I mean, 55 yards, my my friend Ken got an incredible shot, but it was not it was honest. I had my bow ready and uh, unfortunately it was. It was do or die. Yeah, well, I would have I would have had my bow ready when I was thirty feet up in the tree. Oh, I, if there would have been a tree, <laughs> this girl would have been up, and I'm just here to tell you, uh, my my uh, and my life sort of flashed before my eyes, and it was wow. a lot of fishing on repeat. To be honest, that's really what it was. Well, you know, so. uh, I, I'm a little curious. I know grizzlies. I mean, a, 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 a full-grown grizzly bear, when he gets up on his hind legs, he can look in the second-story window of your house. Yep. And they are, but as far as you know, using them um, and for hunting them, are they, uh, are they scarce? Are they, is it a, uh, do you get a permit or kind of explain that to us? Especially, I guess, up there is probably where you want to go for them. Right, and I'm really glad that you brought that up because one of the things I pride myself in is being an ethical hunter. And a lot of people, they see a picture of a grizzly bear and they think, oh, teddy bear. And I've had a lot of folks be quite disturbed at the idea of bear hunting in general. And uh, I try to educate people and let them know where we were hunting in the Arctic Circle, the grizzly bear is extremely overpopulated. I mean, there are bear tracks everywhere. They decimate the moose population. Um, a lot of my native friends up there who are Eskimo, um, they live in small villages. The bear are, it's a very dangerous situation for them. They don't have the proper weapons to defend themselves against the grizzlies. So a lot of the grizzlies are not, they're not being hunted and they are the largest and the most fearsome predator in North America. So there's really nothing to take out the grizzly bear but other grizzly bears. 
So in that area, the grizzly don't have a lot of food source until the salmon come in. I mean, they do eat salmon and what have mm-hmm. you, but they don't have a lot of food source, and it's it's not a balanced situation in wildlife. So that's why when you get hunters that follow ethics and they follow the regulations that are put in place, mm-hmm. you know, by the Alaska Wildlife, um, you can take care of that imbalance. So I was proud to be a part of that. We were very careful to follow all the regulations, and we made a very humane and ethical harvest. So when folks see the pictures and they go, oh, my gosh, you took a teddy bear. I want to go, honey, <laughs> no, <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really. And, uh, yeah. But it's, it's all part of a balance. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't feel comfortable hunting anything that I thought would would be a waste, mm-hmm. and uh, this wasn't a waste. Yeah, well, I'm sure that, uh, you know, what did you bring back with you? Um, well, we ate um, everything we harvested up there. We had a bareback straps are incredible. Of course, my brother lives in Alaska, so I uh-huh. didn't to bring anything back with me to Nashville, which is very, very sad. So I think I'm going to have to take a trip back up to Alaska and eat some more bear. Okay. So we didn't see any caribou. A lot of people have asked about caribou because I did mention, but um, the migration of the caribou's a little different this year. They weren't. They didn't come down to our part of the no attack. Okay. In time for me to get to do any caribou hunting. Grizz, Grizz, are you still there? You're awfully quiet. Yeah, well, I'm just fascinated by this lovely lady talking about hunting, and I want to marry her, even though I'm married, because I want somebody to travel with me yeah, there like you go. she's talking about. Well, you know, all you have to do is move to Salt Lake City, Grizz. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I spent a lot of time in Alaska. My favorite place was Nunavak, and I've killed a muskox there, and I've killed... Well, I've, I've hunted Kodiak Island. I've got a nice Kodiak bear. I've killed brown bear, grizzly. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I've glacier bear. I've shot a really nice glacier. I always wanted a glacier because I think they're so beautiful. And like you said, we ate them and we brought the pelts back. And uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, they not only do uh, you need to thin some of the bear population out, but the money you take up there really helps the native Eskimos because those people don't have a lot going for them. So they need it. It's just like what what I'm doing right now. Uh, You know, we're helping out the the Mexican people here. They don't have a lot of resources. So, you know, we got our bird boys working. We're staying in the hotels. and So, I mean, you know, hunting helps everybody. Chris? Grizz, if you don't it mind, really we're we're going to have to take another break. But uh, Misty, if you don't mind hanging on for a little while, uh, let's let's you. let's talk a little bit more about hunting. And I'm sure Grizz wants to talk about some hunting in Mexico. So you Sounds are listening. Great. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're going to get you there sooner or later. So to fishtalkradio.com, we'll be right back with you. For 
your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. You'll never understand my way of thinking Eat, sleep, drink, and go fishing Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Hey, you know what? Um, Misty, we need some bumper music. Um, you do? Yes, we do. Well, it's so are, you su- yes. are you suggesting that I... Uh, that I help come up with some bumper music for you guys? I would love it. Well, I would, I would too. I'd put it on my television show. There you go. There you I go. I will put you on my telephone, uh, my uh, television show. Yeah. Okay. You, you got yourself nice... a, deal, a deal, Grizz, and I'll come down there and sing it live for you. How about that? Oh, come on, man. I would love that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, 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 I'm first in line. 
Well, yeah, but you well, don't absolutely. have a hunting place I down take in around Mexico. Trip. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go Mexico via California. How okay. Well, we can just go to Cabo. <laughs> I got as, as, as you know, I got a condo in Cabo, so we'll take you down there and take you out and get your get you a marlin. But Sounds anyway, um, we've been talking to Misty about bears in the Arctic Circle, uh, and. You know, it is. Wow, that was a fascinating story. Uh, and I don't know if you finished. You, you said you got charged by a bear, but you never said what happened. Well, our my friend Ken, before I had to waste a, a good arrow on this guy at fifty five yards, he was that was the bear that that he got to take for the week, and it was a beautiful one. Mm-hmm. I was proud of the bear that that. I got, you know, alongside my brother because it was a beautiful bear and, and the color on it was is very beautiful. It's um it's a blonde grizzly and Ooh. and uh and I made very so shot, so <laughs> great <laughs> you are. So that is that your uh is that your spirit animal grizz? Yeah. Yeah, it sure grizz. is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but it was it, it was very cool. Well, like I cool said, they, they they call them grizz. They don't call them teddy bear. Exactly. No, no. I don't. <laughs> but we all know that on the inside, you're 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 really the teddy bear. Right? <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll tell you, Missy, it depends on who you are. I can be a regular grizzly bear or I can be a teddy bear. Uh, you know, you know, I, I'm all, people I, are with me. M- Missy, I'm all. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I'm also no. curious. Um, the bear meat can be, let's say, a little gamey, a little fatty, can be good. Um, I remember some years ago when we were uh, fishing in Alaska, and the fish, the uh, Sam, the um, you know, the charter captain, after the season's over, he goes bear hunting. So when we were up there, he gave us some bear meat to take home. Well, the bear meat that he gave us, apparently um, this black bear had been feasting on salmon. And this was the, it tasted like fish scales. I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. But so I'm kind of curious about grizzly. Obviously, it depends a lot on what they eat. But as far as as, uh, table fare, um, how is that? Absolutely the best meat I've ever had. Um, oh. Grizzly, and I was very surprised because I had um, often heard that Alaskan bear, because of the salmon um, diet that they have, it has a fishy taste. This had absolutely no fishy taste. It tasted like really good hamburger. There was oh. um, there was more grease in it than there is in our, yeah. you know, southeastern black bear, which right. is what I'm used to eating as far as bear meat, but yeah. it was incredible. And, um, of course, these bear up there, they do have a lot of salmon. They eat a lot of baby moose and, that, and oh, no. blueberries. So. Oh, no. I know. I'm sorry. I just try to remind people. <laughs> okay. Not a teddy bear. Not okay. Teddy bear. okay. You know? <laughs> but, but it was incredibly, it was an incredible table fare. It really was. Yeah. And an amazing spirit. Much better than the muck that my native friends oh. had me eating and the dried seal meat. Okay. But I actually dried enjoyed that. Wow. You know, I'm, I might be strange, but that was... That was an experience as well. Yeah, so. well, in that in that part in that part of the world, especially, you know, because they do have to survive through the winters, so they have to store up the fat. 
and and then yep. of course the uh, you know the the indigenous up there you know they still uh, um, sometimes take whale meat and eat the blubber and it's uh, it's a little different thing. I know there's stories about somebody that came back and and it's like a little small town and in uh, the high school gymnasium was pretty much the town center and they yes. they put this tarp on the floor. And then they'd get all this whale blubber and just put it out on the tarp, and everybody would come in and feast on it. But uh, yeah. yeah, and one one thing that I thought was so beautiful about um, my native friends up there mm-hmm. and, and their community community, they are still very community oriented. When uh-huh. you live out in a place where the only way you can travel is by boat for miles or, Dog or sled, by plane, yeah. mm-hmm. then you become very much a community mindset and they share everything in their community they're um, the friendliest people I've ever met mm-hmm. you know they will go out of their way to help people and and it's it was a very very beautiful thing they're still very in tune with nature and mm-hmm. uh, it was neat when we went in when I went into the small village of no attack all the little children come up to me and they're like what's your name what's your name can I touch your hair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like yeah you can touch my hair and of course I'm blonde so yeah. I, it occurred to me later that Probably pretty rare that they, yeah. see, you know. Yeah. You know, the, I'm the color of. I've, I was told I'm the color of ice and sky. So. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Oh. That cool. That's very nice. Cool. Well, anyway. I got to tell you a story about eating up there. When I was on Nunavak Island, uh, I was hunting muskox and I was fishing Atlantic char. And uh, the the like the boss on the reservation of the Eskimos uh, had a permit for a walrus, and well, they didn't have guns big enough to knock down a walrus. So they asked me if I would go out and shoot the walrus for them. And I said, well, you know, I never really thought about shooting a walrus, but they told me that I could keep the tusk and it would be a trophy. And I said, well, I'd never do it again. So I said, okay, because they needed to meet. So we went out on a boat, and there was this big bull, big, big, giant bull walrus sitting on this, like, iceberg sitting out there. And he said, that's the one we want you to shoot. So I shot him, made a great shot on him, because you have to kill them immediately, because they go in the water, and they weigh tons. Oh, yeah, like 2,000 pounds. They would sink, and they couldn't get them. So I made a good shot. Uh, the animal went straight down. I mean, uh, there was, he just went to sleep, basically. And they, what they did is they pulled the boat as fast as they could up to that walrus on the ice and with all of them flipped him over and took a knife and opened up his stomach and started going crazy eating his stomach because oh. it was oh, all kinds word. of clams and all kind of seafood. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and, I mean, they're going there oh, and just God. eating it and eating it like candy. Oh, my God. And they oh, had me God. a bunch of this, you know, looking stuff, and they said, <laughs> eat it. And I'm like, I really don't want to, but then they, and I said, well, hell, I'm never going to do this again. Yeah. So I ate it, and it was good. It was oh, like God. a seafood it, soup. Yeah, it was hard. It was warm. Oh, it, and, and half digested, yeah. 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 Oh, oh my God. My, my, oh my. My second day in the Arctic Circle, we we catch grayling, and my Eskimo friend yeah. immediately takes the eggs out of the grayling and goes, "Here, yeah. 
hands them to me. Yeah. And I, I mean, we ate them right there on the river. The road, you yeah. Know, and caviar. It was the, the caviar. The, yeah, it yeah. was. It was caviar, grayling yeah. caviar, and mm-hmm. it was really, really good. Mm. So, you know, when here's my thing. Whenever I get blessed enough to have these adventures, I try to experience everything that's offered to me and not to judge if this is the way people have lived for thousands of years. I know um, I c- it's easy for, for folks to make judgments on, on mm-hmm. another person's culture, but it's it's part of the experience and uh, and it's part of being the balance in nature. And, and these people, nobody loves and respects the whale and the seal like the natives do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just how they survive. And it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. So okay, well we're, we're getting we're getting close on time. Let's kind of go back to Mexico a little bit because yeah, uh, let's. Where uh, I'm, I'm sure. Go down. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, Misty has some questions to Grizz about. Besides the doves, what else you've been doing down there? Well, John, I got up early yesterday morning and went out to a pond. The guides took me out. Charlie and I sit there with my camera crew, and uh, we shot blue-winged teal that just came in and came in, and then the black uh, mallards, the Mex- they call them Mexican mallards or black mallards, came in. So we shot a bunch of those guys. And uh, then we came back in, came to the lodge, kicked back for a while, and filmed the town because it's a beautiful little town. Then we went back out, and in two hours, uh, I mean, we're filmmaking. We're not out there, you know, trying to shoot everything that flies. So we shot 100 birds, and I looked at Charles, and we still had an hour and a half of daylight. I said, that's enough. And then I asked my camera crew, I said, we don't need any more shots, do we? He said, no, so we quit hunting. Like I said, you're allowed 95 uh, per person, white yeah. wing and ninety-five morning doves. So basically, you're allowed two hundred doves per person, and in the ringnecks doves, you can shoot as many as you want. There's no limit season or anything because they're not native animals. And then this morning, we went out early and uh, we set up in a blind because I'm doing an article for the Star News uh, magazine about uh, most people think that Havelina are pigs, and they're not even related to a yeah, pig. They're rodent, but they, really? look, like, they look like pigs. No, they're not a rodent. They uh, they're, yeah, they're not a rodent. They're the same family as a raccoon. Oh, okay. So wow. I went out and uh, shot two of them this morning. We're okay. going to have our barbecue in them right now. So wow. we invited the town in to have barbecue oh, and have a lead of Tonight, well, uh, and then uh, right now, as soon as I get off the phone, I'm Grizz, uh, headed out. Grizz, to Grizz, 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 as soon as you get up, Grizz, 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 Grizz we're we're finishing up. We're out of time, Grizz. Grizz, we're out of time. Misty Loggins, I'm going to go pig hunting right now. Okay, Grizz, and Misty, real quickly, MistyLoggins.com, right? For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. Down by the lakeside, just off the ramp. All them people sleeping in their fishing camps. Some out in the pup tents. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And wow, what a fun day we've had today. Hunting, fishing. Um, pretty girls, uh, and then of course we had the Grizz on. But right now, <laughs> we've got Stan Wong, the GM at uh, Lake Chabot, and we're going to find out a little bit about why uh, we want to go to Lake Chabot in the fall. So, Stan, first of all, give us a quick idea about the lake and where you're located. Okay, um, yeah, we're located in uh, Northern California. We're about. Um, 40 miles from San Francisco. Um, if you're flying to Oakland or if you're traveling to Oakland or Hayward, we're about 20 minutes away. Oh. Um, so we're well, kind of we're right in the middle of the Bay Area. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we always call it one of the best kept secrets in Northern California. Oh, yeah. This year we're, yeah, that's so you, I would assume that a lot of your people, you know, that escape for the weekend are coming from the Bay Area. Um, you would think that. Um, you would have to do some research. It's, that's 
Conan's coming to this location. It's a, little, it's a little bit weird. You drive through suburbia, you would never know it's there. Huh. So you get there, but once you're there, you don't see you won't see any houses. It's you're right in the middle of nature. It's it's the perfect setting for um for the Bay Area. Well, if people are kind of traveling around the West Coast this time of the year, and the smart thing to do is, you know, obviously wait until this time of the year, um, you know, because. Uh, you know the 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 colors of you know the the heat and you know all the little munchkins are back in school so now is the time to really get out and enjoy it so if you got your RV or your uh, just uh, you know, even your Kia or whatever it is uh, do you have accommodations if somebody does not have an RV uh, we do uh, well it's mostly a day use park there's also uh, campgrounds too that are. Uh associated with Lake Chabot. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's the perfect time to come, too. Like you said, you know, everybody's back at school. Everybody's back at work. Um, you get to enjoy, um, you know, the summer weather mm-hmm. when it's not crowded out. Yeah. Just which, sleep- which makes it makes it even better. There you go. Sleeping bag and a tarp. What's, what else do you need, right? Exactly. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about the lake itself. Well, it's 315 acres. There's um, great hiking trails that are well-maintained. Um, we have a marina cafe where um, if you just want to dine out for lunch or breakfast, we offer that. Um, we also offer a lot of boat rentals. Um, kayaking around this time of year is amazing. You get to see the leaves change colors. You get oh, to go yeah. out there and enjoy the water where it's completely now, calm. You know, most, most of the lakes uh, that are water supplies, you cannot actually get in the water. Uh, what about Chabot? What can you do there? It's the same thing. It's a back of drinking water reservoir, mm-hmm. so there's no body contact. Mm-hmm. But you can you get a small watercraft, and um, and obviously it's a body of water like that. You probably got some fish in it. Absolutely. Okay, give us. Uh, a- we do stock the lake um, once oh. every other week. Um, wow, every right other now week? we're just waiting for the wow. water to cool down, um, so we can start putting trout back in. Hmm. But. Um, but the hiking trails, the biking trails are second to none. Hmm. Uh, so that's interesting. You've got to wait for the water to cool down so you can restock the trout. Now, normally when you put trout in the lake, it's uh, the, it's usually to feed the bass. Do you have any bass in there also? Oh, we, we, there's, um, there's some monster bass in Lake Chabot. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, um, the, yeah. they love those uh, trout plants, that's for sure. Oh, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Well, how do we get in touch with uh, CalParkCO.com? Um, that's our uh, main website, or you can go to uh, com. Okay, and Chabot, um, uh, can you spell that? Yes, uh, L-A-K-E-C-H-A-B-O-T. C-H-A-B-O-T. Okay, Lake Chabot. Hey, Stan, you did a great job as usual, and uh, hopefully we'll see you up there real quick, and this is the right time of the year to do it. Thank you, Stan. Absolutely. Ready. Thank you. All right. Do you got... 